TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Let's do a show, shall we? 307, a very good Sunday morning to you, New York City. It's Mike Flegelman with you, Fleegs on the fan. We've got the great Sus, Susumu Araki, on the other side of the glass. Dexter Henry has your updates at the top of every hour. And I'm here until 6 a.m., 877-337-6666, number to call. You can tweet at me, at M Flegelman. It's M-F-L-I-E-G-E-L. M-A-N. Those are the two ways for you to chime in with the show. Again, going until 6 a.m. on what is now the morning of July 2nd. The anniversary show is over. Happy 36 years, WFAN. Happy one-year wedding anniversary to my wife. And we move on to talk about the, if not most surprising team in Major League Baseball this year. I think you can have that debate with the Padres as well. Then certainly the most disappointing, which is the New York Mets. And A message to Mets fans who, over the past week and last couple of weeks, last month, as things have started to really go into a tailspin for the month, who had their annual June swoon. They went into a tailspin. Season feels like it's over. They win Saturday. Great. You know, rattle off six of those in a row and 11 of 12, 16 of 18, and then we can have a conversation. But I heard a lot from Mets fans, other hosts, media members, about how this team should approach this trade deadline and moving forward. And I feel like we have to do a little bit of a a course correction for for the Mets fans out there because it has become a belief among many that the Mets should be sellers at this year's trade deadline. Just talked about it a little bit with Steve in the hour that we did together and what a blast that was, what a treat for me that was. I'll remember that one forever. About how I think the Mets will be sellers because – As much as they might go on a nice run, they're too good to be playing this poorly. I don't think they'll get in the position where they're a playoff team. If you're talking about them doing something even more drastic and trading Max Scherzer and trading Justin Verlander, then you have to be open to trading Pete Alonso. And before any Mets fan goes nuts, let me say this. I am not on board with trading any of the three of those guys. I am not rebuilding if I'm the Mets. I am retooling. And as disappointed as you may be with this entire season, what Max Scherzer has been, what Justin Verlander has been for the most part, and if he was giving you all starts like he did on Saturday, seven innings, only one unearned run, nobody would be complaining about Justin Verlander and how much money he's making. But even if you're disappointed with this season, 
and want to say, well, get rid of the money, get rid of these underachieving mercenaries. I'll use part of Evan's phrase for them, even though I agree he's spot on. I'm just not going to say the whole thing. But they're mercenaries, they're hired guns, and they have not worked out. The Mets probably won't win a World Series with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander as part of the team next year. That's just the reality. Listen, every team probably isn't going to win the World Series. One out of 30 is going to win. But the Mets have absolutely zero percent chance of winning anything, of being relevant, of accomplishing anything without Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander as part of the team in 2024. So if you are somebody that wants to trade these pitchers, that wants to have Steve Cohen sign a big fat check and pay most of the money just to try to get a top prospect from a team that's desperate for a starting pitcher and says, yeah, you know what? If we're only paying $10 million for Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander, we'll happily give you our top or our second best pitching prospect. If you're doing that, then you're signaling that this team needs to rebuild. And that means you're trading Pete Alonso, who is a free agent after next season. And you're getting whatever prospects you can for the Mets' first baseman. The Mets are in a tough spot. There's no denying that. You can't fight it. They don't have pitching in the higher levels of the minor leagues. They just don't. So if you trade Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, you're going into next season with Kodai Senga, Jose Quintana, David Peterson, Tyler McGill, who I'd prefer to not really see again, even though we're going to watch Peterson pitch on Sunday, as the Mets probably just end up losing another series to the San Francisco Giants. But those four guys are then your starting pitchers for next season. What do you think you're accomplishing with that? The answer is nothing. The answer is hoping and praying that dipping back into free agency and signing a bunch of veterans out there who are available because their teams didn't decide to lock them up long-term, most of them are older and far less accomplished than Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, to the point that even if I gave you Shohei Otani and I don't think he's coming to New York, that rotation is still a joke. At that point, you are rebuilding. You are doing what Steve Cohen did not want to do when he took over the Mets. What was arguably necessary for the Mets to become a healthy organization as soon as possible when Steve Cohen took over after the 2020 season would have been to trade a Jacob deGrom. Looking to trade a Brandon Nimmo at the time. Not to add, not to go out and make the big deal for Francisco Lindor and extend him and go out in free agency each of the last three off-seasons and add, add, add. The Mets didn't want to rebuild. Steve Cohen didn't want to rebuild. And I am grateful for that because I didn't want to sit through a rebuild. But if you're the kind of person who wants to trade Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, then you need to understand what you are asking this team to do, what you're asking them to be. And at that point, sell it all off because you're not winning for a few years anyway. And then Pete Alonso is a 30, 31-year-old slugger. And you're trying to win with him then in the middle of a big contract. 
Mets fans have been making the case, at least a lot of them, and maybe it's just a vocal minority that calls this station. But they've been making a case the last few weeks as one of the dumbest fan bases in sports. And it bothers me because I'm the Mets fan that have been warning people for years, arguing with people. You don't see what is happening with this farm system. You're not paying attention to the poor job Sandy Alderson is doing. People are pretending that an agent can be a competent general manager of a baseball team because it was too hard to accept the truth of what the Mets were becoming. A team that had the Wilpons not sold to Steve Cohen would have been looking at a decade of miserable failure and incompetence across the board and not sniffing the kind of season they had last year. 101 wins in the regular season, second best regular season in franchise history. Everyone was disappointed with how it ended, but it still happened, and you can't just throw it out. The Mets got that by spending in free agency. Knowing full well, finally, adults came into the room and said, this team, this organization is in horrible shape. It's in horrible condition. This has possibly the worst farm system in the sport, even with a blue chip prospect in Francisco Alvarez and a really, really good prospect in Brett Beatty. After that, there's nothing, especially no pitching. Think about the last few years. When's the last time the Mets called up a legitimate pitching prospect? David Peterson in 2020? Remember, Tyler McGill wasn't ranked highly. He's just a guy that had an impressive season in the minors, and then the Mets got desperate. They called him up, and he looked pretty good early on. This year, turned back into a little bit of a pumpkin. Now he's back at Syracuse. As you cycle through the talent the Mets brought into the organization that should be coming up through the ranks now, and you're seeing it a little bit on the position player side, there is not a pitcher in sight. They might have a pitching prospect who's ready to come up at some point next year. A guy who, by the way, was drafted after Steve Cohen took over the team. I get every Mets fan that is frustrated this season. Has Max Scherzer been good enough, especially in his biggest moments as a New York Met? Absolutely not. Has Justin Verlander been good enough with the Mets since he signed that contract and came back after missing the first month of the season? Absolutely not. You can be ticked off at them. You can be frustrated at them. My blame for this entire season is not with the GM or the manager. It's the players. Guys who have, across the board, been either a little bit better or significantly better than this most, if not all, of their careers, whose production has fallen off the face of the earth together. Like they all held hands and ran to a cliff and jumped into the water together. That's what the Mets season has been. I get being angry about it and being frustrated. But you can't let that shut off the brain into thinking that trading Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander is an option. Even if you were to get one of the best pitching prospects in the sport, you are then paying for 
one or both of those guys to not pitch for the Mets. You have to go out and pay their replacement this winter anyway and go overpay a Lucas Giolito, who's not nearly as good as Scherzer or Verlander, to fill that rotation spot because you still need five-plus starters. Nobody wants to see Peterson or McGill every fifth day. You still have to fill out a team because what Steve Cohen inherited and then what Billy Epler inherited was an absolute disgrace across the board, pretty much top to bottom. So then you're trading those guys to make yourself feel a little bit better for a couple of days. You're maybe getting one big prospect back, and hopefully that guy can contribute in, say, even if I gave you 2024, 2025, it's a rookie, an unknown quantity, And then, yeah, looking to free agency again to fill the rest of the roster. Mets fans should be, again, disappointed in this team this season. Of course you should be. They have the highest payroll in the history of the sport, and they're nine games under five hundred. But you should not be discouraged by the overall plan of Steve Cohen to get this team to where they ultimately need to be. It's probably taking longer than he realized. And I'm sure he thought that when he paid big money to big-time free agents, he was going to get production a lot closer to what the Mets received last year instead of what they're receiving this year. You know, the truth is, last year, they probably overachieved a little bit. And this year, they are definitely underachieving a good amount. They probably should have rested somewhere in the middle. That's not happening. Forget about market correction. There's been an overcorrection with the Mets in 2023. Does not change the long-term plan. Does not change the Mets needing to, and thankfully, having done what looks like a decent job of building that farm system back up in the last... Two and a half, three years. And if you're the kind of fan that is so frustrated that you're talking all sorts of nonsense about trading Scherzer and trading Verlander and looking for somebody to take Jeff McNeil, who I'm as down on as anybody, and was somebody who wanted to trade Jeff McNeil before he won the batting title last season. If you're somebody that's looking to dump those guys, then yeah, you have to be open to trading Pete Alonzo. Otherwise, you're half-assing it. You're going back to the Wilpon method of one foot in, one foot out. Right now, Steve Cohen has both of his feet in. He's fully committed. The plan was always, from day one when he took over, spend money on the Major League roster, Rebuild the farm system and do not deplete from it because the Mets don't have enough to give away. And he's stuck to that plan. Mets fans, some have cried about it. I've heard, you know, heard people, well, how come they didn't trade prospects away for mediocre major league players? And at the same time, well, why is the farm system so bad? Why don't they have anybody? You can't have both. 
And if you're somebody calling for Scherzer and Verlander to be traded while keeping a guy like Alonzo, and best-case scenario, having a window to compete in 2025 with what would still be an old team and an overpaid team, then you're doing the same thing. One foot in, one foot out. The Mets should not. And I don't think they will. Thankfully, I think the team is smart enough to avoid this. They should not, absolutely should not, consider trading Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander at this year's trade deadline. Because it's not just giving those guys away for the stretch run this year. If those guys are not on the Mets, both of them together next year, then it means the Mets have punted on 2024 as well. I don't want them to do it. I don't think they'll do it. I definitely don't think Steve Cohen wants to punt on a year. But if you're a fan calling for that sort of thing, understand that's what you're advocating for them to do. You're advocating for them to say, not just forget this year, August and September, you're saying goodbye to all of 2024 as well. And if you're doing that, you might as well ship Alonzo out too. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.